Hi, and welcome to Ways to Take, episode 35. I'm Trey, joined as always by Dylan Cam and Tucker Persona. Thank you. All right. Um, weird week of sports, weird schedule we're going on right now. Hopefully, we can get back to our normal schedule recording coming up. It's been a busy month, but. Uh, it's Thursday. Straight off the bat, I have a massive loser. Uh, Dylan, your take, which is currently being voted on, which is beating my take, which is ridiculous, is that the goalie wouldn't play, and then he played last night and let in two soft goals. So, I mean, it's not fair because I have legitimate takes, and they just get passed over for dog crap. I don't understand it. Well, it's ultimate spin zone, right? The game didn't even happen. The game did happen. No, it didn't. Game's not real. You got you got to just you got to take that loss and it it out the window. It didn't happen. Nobody thinks really? it happened. Well, anyway, T- Tucker, you had a loser too, did you not? Uh, Trey, you have a loser because we lost. We might have lost a sponsorship because of Trey. Because my father was listening to the podcast the other day and he linked up the time of the podcast. With the time we got fruit flies, he linked it up to the same podcast where Trey said mid podcast, "Oops, I spilled a beer on the ground," and oh, wow. now he has fruit flies all over his office. Wow! <laughs> I cleaned it up. That's BS. No, that's a loser. And that's a loser. Big loser. Shout out John McNinch listens to the podcast. Now we actually know that he listens. I'll give the next loser, and I will direct it and shoot the arrow right into my heart. Um, we were supposed to record this last night. You guys were supposed to be listening. We'll get into the reasoning a little bit later, but I did fall asleep and I was asleep while we were supposed to start the podcast. And, um, it was early. It was only 10 o'clock. <laughs> we were ready so, to go. We had three guys on oh uh, video God. and we were just waiting for you for 25 well, minutes. Well, at the, at the end of the podcast, we'll get into why, but I'll just take the, the L for now. A lot of losers. Uh, in terms of our winner, Tucker's leading the poll right now, but the poll got put out late, so not ready. Am I? Wow. Tucker with another winner. Surprise, surprise. So, I mean, that's all I got for winners and losers. Uh, it sounds like everybody had a loser in mind. Um, but not me. Let's go. Yeah, wait, no. To address the, the ad thing. We are now monetized, apparently, according to Dylan. So if anybody's listening and wants to literally sponsor anything, I will sponsor. I will read an ad about killing dogs. I don't care if you want to pay me to read something. If you want me to pay me, if you want to pay me just to say like you're an amazing person, I'll do that. Well, well black lives matter. You get political with it. Absolutely, I'll get political. I'll throw it. <laughs> Either side. Uh, we don't take any sides on this podcast. All reason goes out the window. Is paying us money. We live in the <laughs> we live in the <laughs> color green. That's it. I will not lie. I can be bought a hundred percent. All of my values. Just pay me money to read something on this podcast, and I'll do it. So if you have, that's a future politician if I've ever heard one. <laughs> Sponsorship you want to put into a part of my take? Reach uh, part of my Jesus. Oh my God. Take, uh, boo. Cut it. Cut it. You're off I it. You're off the pod. Loser. Trey, right. big loser. Um, Cam, you got a ways to take to lead off tonight? Um, I do, but I'd like to go last. Dylan, do you have a ways to take? I mean, I have one. It's not great, but we'll go. Go ahead. Mine's bad, too, so I don't care. 
Alright, so uh, Trey's birthday uh, was birthday. last week. Yes. We were out. We were out on the lawn. We were playing a little yard games. We were playing whatever that uh, stick bottle frisbee game is, right? And there, and there was some. Uh, what was it called? Uh, it's called Bottle Bash. Bottle Bash, great game. And we had some cornhole going, and we the it's like similar like can jam spike ball. You know, this is what I'm thinking. I need lawn sports Olympics. Wow, what just happened with the audio? That hurt my ears. I need lawn sports Olympics. So I need televised events of dudes. They don't have to be athletes. I need guys throwing body in beer ball, beer beer sports, yard games, lawn darts. I need competitive croquet and bocce. I want it on TV, and I need it now. Have you seen Cornell? Yeah, but but I need a whole thing. You got you got like countries involved. We're gonna roll them out. We got the we got the the what is the thing? The torch. We're lighting a fire. Whole whole shebang. I need yard games Olympics. What do you think about this? Track field and lawn. You're covering your mic. Yeah, yeah. What are you doing? Can you hear me now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Track field and lawn. So just add it on to the normal Olympics. Yeah, add it on, and then that. possibly, which I think would be way better, next get approved drinking games or drinking games slash lawn games. That, yeah, ball. yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I need, I need, I need beer ball. I need beer pong. I need anything under the sun that involves drinking chesties, baseball, everything. All right, I love it. I mean, this is this is a classic Dylan take. We've we've had now the paintball. I need paintball on TV take. I mean, this uh, you you had the Olympics take before. This is like a, a baby of takes from Dylan. With a baby watch? of takes. You but yeah, what do you watch? But it it comes. It, it I I like this idea. I think it should be a separate thing. It should be like you know like. Like uh, the hot dog eating contest on ESPN two. Exactly. We need we need a full day. But you have to have you have to have um, a a a lawn game and beer pong Olympics going on at the exact same time as the normal Olympics, and uh, I I think that's a fantastic idea, and I think it's totally doable, and it's it's marketable, and uh, I would definitely would watch it. Cam, how? in the world is that marketable if it's on at the same time as the regular Olympics? Because, yeah, like, that might be a little conflict. I'd probably, like, any other time of the year, I'd watch it during the Olympics. It's got to be like oh. a like a September like, thing where nothing else is going on. Listen, listen. You do it during the odd years. No one likes the odd years. World Cup, even year. FIFA, or, um, Olympics, even year. Winter Olympics, even year. You gotta go odd years. Sometimes well, it's, odd women's, it's oddball sports. Odd women's FIFA. It's oddball sports. In a different season, just do it in a different season. Winter 2021 beer Olympics, cornhole or uh, lawn game Olympics. This is a summer event. You do this during the summer. This is all lawn games which you play during the summer. I do agree with that. Do it. Do it on an off year. A year when nothing else is happening. That's when it's the most marketable. I don't know why you – maybe you just rushed into that take, Trey. 
But that was dumb. It's not marketable if the other stuff's going up. I had hand in hand. It's like the puppy bowl during the Super Bowl. Like no, no one watches the puppy bowl. That is a perfect example. Garbage. <laughs> I actually did watch a good amount of puppy bowl this year. It's a garbage event that you get like you get like some weird like companies to sponsor it. Like you get like it's something, to sponsor it's something it. you flip back to during a commercial is what it is. And nobody markets themselves as something they flip back to during a commercial. Nobody's wa- even during the pandemic. Nobody was watching marble racing except us. Nobody was watching cornhole. Nobody's watching any of that stuff. If you do it during an off year when nothing else is going on, summer 2021, run this stuff, make it happen. Olympics are going to happen in summer 2021. All right, 2023. Are they? Are they gonna? Are they gonna? Continue doing every four years, or they're going three years after 2021. But oh, they're going to do three years after that. Regard, regardless, yeah. is you, you need the gritty integrity. Like I need uh, BJ's pong tables and solo cups that that are cracked. That's what I'm saying. I, I need I need this to be gritty. I need guys with their own shirts that they drew with markers saying whatever crazy team name they got. The amusement park, and I, and I, and it's and the TV crews are all. They got interviews going on. There's no filters. Uh, uh, guys would sign up. Let's get it going. You know what I, you know what I hate to say, but it's someone like Barstool to promote this as an entire event, country to country. Our arch nemesis Barstool, they're we're neck and neck on the charts. If they would <laughs> one and two, <laughs> a close second. Actual, this could actually work. Actually, maybe this is what gets wasted takes to go to the moon. We host the first ever real beer Olympics. Let's, let's go ahead and, and we're going to send a DM to, to Prez after this. We have a little connection. Tucker and Trey were featured. Shout out. Um, <laughs> we'll get it and, and we'll, we'll touch back on this next episode. This is a good idea. Good take, Dill. Wow. I, I appreciate the enthusiasm. Know, this is into something. Let's get it going. All right. I'll go next. Um, this is no – I have no basis for this take. It's not going to win, but I'm not going to win if I throw out, like, an actual correct take anyways because I hate our audience and they hate me. Um, <laughs> I'm playing Madden right now uh, to wrap up this Madden cycle. The new Madden drops tomorrow. I already have it. I always play a franchise mode, start off with Patriots, you know, play years and years. I play out to 2028 um, through this franchise. I drafted Jake Fromm, who was, you know, one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time at this point. Uh, I have uh, Henry Ruggs catching the ball. I've got uh, Rondale Moore, who's coming up in a couple of years at wide receiver. Keep an eye on him. Cam, you know this. I drafted uh, both um, Jaden Woodby, who is a safety, and... Asante Samuel Jr. out of FSU. I mean, um, you, you know, I. Jr. He's short, but do not pass to him. Don't do, do it. Pass to him. That's what I've been trying to tell this league the whole time. But anyways, I built a hell of a team. So I just finished my last year, and I went to look into, um, you know, who won MVP. Top of the list, Mitchell Trubisky, MVP, 2027. I'm not ready to say that take that he's going to be the MVP in 2027. But I am ready to say something maybe even more ridiculous. Comeback <laughs> player of the year, 2020, Mitchell Trubisky. I think Mitchell Trubisky is a good quarterback. I really do. I think they had some tr- struggle last year with the play calling. I think it's a lot to put on Nat Nagy. 
Um, and I think towards the end of the year, they started to figure it out a little bit. So I'm going to go ahead and say that Mitch puts it together this year, finally. He had a great year when he took him to the playoffs. He puts it together. Come back later the year next year is Mitchell Trubisky. Your thoughts. I know you have AB. Your thoughts. So yeah, Antonio Brown's still going to win it. Still hasn't gotten picked up by anybody, but we're gonna we're gonna get across that bridge when we get there. Um, Josh Gordon. So Mitchell Trubisky would have to be the MVP to win Comeback Player of the Year because what Mitchell Trubisky has to do is win at least four of his first six games and put up decent numbers in order to keep his job. He'll probably be the starter, but the problem is Nick Foles is the definition of the backup quarterback that comes in and saves the franchise. So for Mitchell Trubisky to even play the whole year, he's going to need to start off winning at least four of six and putting up at least 250 yards and a touchdown or two a game. So it's not going to happen. It's 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 way too unlikely, and the Bears are just not it. Their defense is, is decent. Bill Max good, obviously, but it's it's not going to happen. I'm sorry. All right, let me address things you said. First off, EB cannot win Comeback Player of the Year because he's suspended eight games, six games, something like that. He's not going to have enough. He signed. He's not going to have enough time. That's a good point. So that take that add that go back to the losers and add that in, Dylan. Edit that in. Oh, 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 wait. Ryan Tannehill only played eleven games, I think, last year and won comeback player of the year. And you went seven and four and won comeback player of the year. Okay. Well don't mark, don't mark it yet. Don't mark it yet. But sec you just proved my second point, which is this league loves quarterbacks. Loves quarterbacks. They want to give all the awards quarterbacks. If you you win MVP, quarterback. Offensive player of the year, quarterback. If they could give it to him, defensive player of the year. I mean, so this this league loves quarterbacks. And if he comes out and plays decently, he doesn't have to win MVP. He just has to play well enough for the Bears to make the playoffs. And I think there's a great shot that he he's in that category. Tucker? He can't play well enough. I mean, I'd say I'm the biggest Mitch Trubisky guy on the pod, possibly. And so I'm all in on this. I think Mitch Trubisky, for some goddamn reason, is a good quarterback. Don't know why. I haven't figured it out yet, but I believe in him. And I can 100% see this happening. He, he, Madden loves him. Madden, Madden puts him in there every year. Yeah. Uh, Dylan, any thoughts at all? Uh, this will not happen. The Bears suck. And he sucks. I like him. I like his name because I can rhyme it with Mitchy Bitchy. That's about it. That's about all I like about the guy. Um. Player, comeback player of the year is going to be undoubtedly Alex Smith. He's going to come out here, throw the ball with his knobby little leg. And there you go. Comeback player of the year, Alex Smith. <laughs> All right. Cam, you got something to say about that? You know what? Love that thing. I wanted to go last because I the Antonio Brown thing, I didn't, I didn't want to touch on too much because I was going to do a little switch up. I'll just go ahead and, and get my ways to take now, I guess. Um. It's not that Alex Smith will win Comeback Player of the Year, but if my take happens, he will win Comeback Player of the Year. Um, listen, so here's the deal with the Redskins. Ron Rivera, if you didn't hear, um, just got diagnosed with cancer. Um, poor guy. 
I've always liked Ron Rivera. I've always thought he was a classy guy. He's always played, coached hard. Um, even on the Redskins, I'm a big fan of him. Uh, the Redskins also just got Jack Del Rio. I mean, come on, Cam. It's the Washington football <laughs> team, all right? Jesus. The pieces are just coming together for a comeback season. Dwayne Haskins might not play. I mean, he'll play. It's their, it's their guy. They're going to try to get him in there. But ultimately, my take is that Alex Smith is going to And it hurts me to say. And I've given my playoff take plenty of times. So I'm going to have to go back and change it. With the Redskins, and I hate it because I'm a Giants fan. The Redskins are going to the playoffs. Alex Smith and Ron Rivera at the helm. They're going to the playoffs. Wild card, 9-7, and seven, getting in. And I don't have any further information about whether they're willing, whether they'll win a game. But Alex Smith, if he, if he even win, Alex Smith is the type of guy where he could come in at the end of the season, win four games, and put up decent numbers, and he will win comeback player of the year. So I'm not saying that. I'll t- I'll keep my Antonio Brown take, but at the end of the day, if, if this does happen, then he'll probably win it. Alex Smith going to be the leader in bringing the Redskins to the playoffs. I hate it. I'm a Giants fan, but that's it. Okay, I want to address this. First of all, this is two weeks in a row that you've piggybacked off my tape. Here that you went away, and now we're talking comeback players, and you basically I did not. You basically did. I had a take before you, and I volunteered not to go first, so it would have been you piggybacking off of me at that point. It's your mind. I didn't know your take. You heard mine. You probably switched yours up. All right. Second off, that was my take the whole time. This is maybe the thirtieth team that you put in the playoffs this season. <laughs> Almost. That's probably true. Work out. The season hasn't started. I'm allowed to have my opinion. Why is this wrong? Oh, we're going to do another another pick, I think, before we'll break it down. Our playoff picks right before the season starts, and you're going to have to figure it out. Also, I got a better. I had another idea. He's got every single team in the playoffs this year. He's just guaranteeing himself winners by saying every team will make the playoffs. I'll get a loser for every one. If I said it before, I'm going to be a loser. The only winner is the most recent. So listen, <laughs> we're all in the same fantasy league. I say we should all put our our teams up there. No, no context. No, doesn't know whose team it is, and ask the fans who they think has the best team. What does that have to do with anything? Just that was another thing that I wanted to. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> continuing. Oh, by the way, I listened back to like episode seven, which I think is our best episode, the Super Bowl episode, and we did our first picks of the playoffs. And I said I love the Bucks next year, and that really hurt me to say. I don't know why I said it, but I really just shot myself in the foot. But um, uh, so another thing is this Washington team, which are not the Redskins, Cam, as you so adamantly kept saying not called the Redskins um the this this Washington team is bad they're straight up bad Alex Smith is still hurt when his kid ran up to him with water and like tried to pour it on him he like looked like he was gonna fall over and die he thought he looked I, like I legitimately was concerned for him in that video he's not healthy he's not all the way back he will probably never be good again yeah, and I, it, it's not like any fault of his own. It was a horrible injury. He almost lost his leg, right? So he almost lost I, his leg. He almost died. I don't he's think he's. Up. 
Now, he's going to go out there and play with nothing to lose. He's going to be comparable to nothing to lose. How about his life or ability to walk? He doesn't care. I don't think he cares. I think he's going – Aaron Rodgers goes out there every year and hurts his ankle in some way, shape, or form. He's going to be comparable to Aaron Rodgers this year. Running, passing, touchdowns, everything. They're similar stats. I don't think the Redskins make the playoffs, and I don't think Alex Smith is a starter. I think they're sticking with Dwayne. They want to see what he has. They spent a high pick on him. Why would you bring in this broken-ass guy who, who is almost on the verge of death over your new touted franchise savior, Dwayne Haskins? I don't think this Washington team's doing anything this year. I think they're a giant joke. They're under a new management now. They got a new president in there. Dan Schneider's an idiot. I don't like this take at all. I, I hate everything about this take. Uh, Tucker, your thoughts? Yeah, um, 0% chance Alex Smith does anything. And the idea of them winning, making a playoff is laughable. That somehow they're better than the Eagles or Cowboys is an insane take in itself. Giants. The Giants, maybe they beat the Giants. No, maybe they lose to the Giants and beat everyone else. Uh, I mean, there's there's serious talk about Smith being the starter this year, and I don't. It's not out of the question. And if he does end up starting, and he's hobbling around the field and making stuff work because they're so bad, say, and they're losing by 30 anyway, and he hucks up a few touchdowns from like 60 yards because the other team's not playing defense, he's gonna look amazing. Look at the guy with one leg is doing this. And if he if he can keep it up to the point where he wins some games, I don't think they make the playoffs. But if he actually puts up decent stats after basically being on his deathbed, he's definitely going to win Comeback Player of the Year. All right. Um, I I don't like this thing at all. But uh, Tucker, ways to take. What do you got? Yeah. Um. So I was watching the Lakers the other day in the Mamba jerseys. And maybe the best jerseys I've ever seen. And on top of that, one of the worst ass kickings I've ever seen in a playoff game. So my take is any game where the Lakers put on those jerseys, I think they win by 20. This is a take that's going to get me hurt. I'm going to be in the loser column at least once during these playoffs because they'll only win by 10 or something. But... They look so good in those jerseys. It was ridiculous. And I can't imagine them not looking that good going forward. <coughs> and this is a soft take, but I mean I don't I don't know anything. I didn't even, I haven't seen the jerseys. Uh, but I've been saying since day one that Lakers are the team of destiny. <coughs> so I guess. I mean I don't know. Uh, did you see the jerseys at least? No, I haven't seen them. Oh, blacked out Mamba jerseys. Oh, there they are. Dylan's got them on his phone tray. Those are all right. I don't. I don't love those. Um. So. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, those uh, are pretty sweet jerseys. They look like the Bruins jerseys, so I'm kind of for it. Although. Yeah. Sanders has always said, "Look good, feel good, play good." So. Goddamn go. right. You just you jump higher, you run faster in those jerseys. Dell, continue. I mean, I've definitely played 
sports in jerseys that were uncomfortable and I played poorly. So if they like these jerseys this much and they feel a little like oomph behind it, they probably play a little bit better. So, I mean, just flat out saying, oh, they're going to win by 20 is kind of a weak take. So I, I, I'm not I'm not feeling the take. I that was a stronger take. I didn't want to just say they play good. I wanted to go above and beyond with my take. I, I Sure. I like it. I like it a lot. I would have gone either way here. I, I actually didn't watch the game where they played in these jerseys, but if you had said lost a million, I would have been totally on board with that because, you know, it's it's not their team. It's Kobe's team. It, it is Kobe's team at, in this day and age. But since you said that they win by a million, Kobe wants them to win, so they're going to win. And the Lakers, I've been saying this, they're going to win. They're going to win the ship. It's going to be Lakers heat. I'm a heat fan. And whoever wins, I will have no problem either way. Uh, I think the real I, the real moral of this story is don't get in a helicopter. <coughs> Jesus. <laughs> Boo. Yeah, Boo. I hate that, Dylan. Too, I I, like that too many people have died in helicopters. Just don't get in them. I, I can't name any others. <laughs> name one other person besides him and his daughter. The guy in Black Hawk Down. I hate that. All right. Uh, I was in tears the day. Stevie that. Ray Vaughan, 1990. Greatest Move it. guitar uh, player of all time. From that awful, awful joke. Um, it's not a joke. So, no, it wasn't a joke. It's it for real. Do not get in a helicopter. That was Dylan's real public service announcement to not get in a helicopter. I'm just, General statement, like, don't do it. It's Amen. a bad idea. It, uh, people I, die all the time. It's It's not great. Yeah, you're right. I wouldn't do it. I would. <laughs> All right. Um, foggy morning, though. So let's just go around, do the same thing we did last week, go through the leagues. Um, let's start with the NBA. I think that one's the most important league right now. Cam hasn't given a take yet. Yeah, he did. He did. Where have you been? Playing video games. Tucker's playing video games. Shame, Tucker. Wait, wait, why don't I remember Cam's take? It was that the skins are making the playoffs. We talked about it for a while. Oh, I thought that was piggybacking. I thought he was just expanding on your take. No, he does just piggyback off me, but... That was was Trey's point. (laughs) Um, Keep sipping that truly, Chuck. uh, Playoffs are fully underway now. Still have been. Uh, We're getting to the second round matchups. Some of them haven't started yet because we are on boycott. And uh, I... I don't want to get too political, but I think we should touch on it. I mean, I just don't know. In terms of the NBA, the NBA has been a very, very player-friendly league. They've let these guys do as much as they can to um, use their platform effectively. They allowed them to do the jersey thing. They have Black Lives Matter on the court. They are allowing shows of, you know, protests during um, the anthem and everything. And a whole bunch of unity stuff. So for the players to boycott, um, I just feel like they're kind of sticking their thumbs up at the league who has tried their best to do as much as they can. They're just a league. They can't, you know, you can, you can argue that, um, the owners could do something, but the league itself can't really do anything more than they have done. And they're just, they're kind of just shooting, stabbing them in the back. Um, so, 
I don't know how I feel about it. I, I like what Jalen Brown said, which is like, if we're going to cancel this season for this, y'all better be out there protesting. You shouldn't be just doing this so you can go home in your million-dollar homes and sit there and be angry online. You should actually go do something, which I think is the right thing to do if they actually want to cancel the season. Um, Cam, you you seem eager to talk about this. You, you get a little political? Go ahead, you know? I'll get, a little, I'll get a little political. So first off, I'll touch on Jalen Brown. I think he said it best, right? If you're going to like vouch for canceling a, a whole entire season of something that you've worked for your entire life, be a part of the movement. Go do something. I want to see everything on social media. I want to see you 24-7 doing something. And if you're not, then if you're not part of the movement, you're lazy, and it's just going to tell me that, you know, you weren't a good player to begin. Second thing, um, it, it, it's pretty, it pretty much has to do with the first thing. Why you can do so much without boycotting the sport, without boycotting your career, I'll, like, I get it. You're in a bubble, and you feel strongly about something, but just quitting your career first season and everything you worked for actually is that actually going to make a difference um in terms of the actual the actual event that happened i am in agreement. it was uncalled for i think we've all talked about this before um i don't i don't see a reason for it we all have our our comments and and whether we we think it was righteous or whether we you know, they could have done something different. They definitely could have done something different. But if you're going to leave your entire livelihood to protest this, this, I mean, you can either do it social through social media. You can do it from within the bubble. Get every single player together. Take a team photo. Every single player together. Kneel for the national anthem. I mean, I don't love that. But do something for you. Do, like, like stopping your career, it doesn't really make a difference to me. If you're like, I'm not going to do this anymore because I want to go out and protest, it's it's strong, but it, like you could do other stuff and still play basketball, and I would respect you just the same. So I'm not getting too political on it. I don't. I mean, I have an opinion. I don't think it was righteous. But at the same time, I think these players, like, they jump to conclusions as soon as they see something. They're like, this is unbelievable. I hate it. And I'm going to quit and go on strike or boycott. Whoever's with me, get behind me when there's other solutions before jumping to those conclusions. That's what I'm going to say. And uh, Dylan, I'll pass it to you. Okay. Um, Should I? <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, I'm with you. It's unfortunate that um, we live in a world where people who play basketball think that them not playing basketball is going to save the world. That's really my stance on it in every other sport. The fact that we have... Um, you know, the hashtag in center field at baseball games, guys are wearing the shirts and uh, pre-games. I don't know what message you're telling. You're just putting the the movement 
you know, in the faces of people, whether they agree with it or not. I mean, if you're going to actually go uh, be concerned about it, you know, make a conscious effort about it, go, go do something. So another thing I think is that, like, you brought up a good point. Like, why do you think stopping basketball is anything? Like, I understand WFA they canceled their season. I don't think it was a good idea. I think if anything, you play for those people. Then. Put yeah. it on your jersey. They're allowed to put anything on the jersey at this point. Put his name on the back of your jersey if you want to. Make a stand before the game. Everyone should give a speech. I don't care. Like, there's no, there's other things you could do and stop playing because playing is when people see you. That's when people see. You. That's when you get exposure. And if you're just not playing anymore, posting on social media that I'm boycotting, and I'm gonna go out and post other people, that's fine. But then that's that's it, right? Because if you go out and boycott, leave the bubble, leave the bubble. You're you're gonna go out and and, boy, and, and catch corona or not catch corona. It doesn't matter. You still have to quarantine. You're done, right? Well, you're done for the season. So, so you're giving up your live. So the NBA, the players actually voted about 25 minutes ago to play the se- rest of the season. So they want to play, apparently. So that's the thing to me. I understand. It's like the, the 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 players are just like, what what does it accomplish sitting out one game? Like what does what did you do? Like they all feel self now did this. What did you do? You did nothing. You sat out a game, and and we I consider all four of them pretty conscious about what's going on in the world i guess if you're somebody that only pays attention to sports and doesn't really care about news this might grab your attention but like just sitting out the way it just seems asinine to me to do this and act like they're all self-righteous really not making a difference that's why i agree so much with Jalen brown said like if we're gonna do this let's, let's do it like let's not half-ass it uh tucker do you have on it yeah, I mean, I was okay with the sitting out of the game. I thought um, it kind of did send a message in a way. I thought, like, it because it's just something you – it's an unprecedented act. I Like, there's never been a, in the last 30 years. I think the last time that a game was sat out due to um, these type of reasons was, like, the 60s, and it was – the Celtics in the 60s sat out a game. So I thought it sent a strong message. I think sitting out the season would have been a little counterintuitive just because they have such a large platform where they are right now. And sitting out the entire season takes away their entire platform. So I didn't really understand the idea behind sitting out to send a message. Uh, yeah, I think we're all in agreement. Um, so let's let's move on to, again. Let's I mean we're kind of on the same rail here, but the NHL this week. Uh, NHL is continuing. The Bruins lost pretty bad last night. They canceled uh, games I think today. The Bruins game shouldn't count. <laughs> like don't say, yeah don't count it. Uh, the Bruins lost pretty bad in terms of gameplay. I'm really paying attention to much else than the Bruins in the NHL to be honest with you. But uh, they didn't look great, Dylan. What happened? Uh, they let up a goal early uh, and. Uh, the, then 15 seconds later, the other team scored again, and Tampa Bay scored again. And it was because their our defender got picked by the referee, just got in his way, and the other team had a breakaway. So they scored. And it kind of deflated everything from there. Um, 
Halak didn't look great and net let up like four goals and 10 shots. They brought in the rookie who looked like he'd never been on skates before. So it was sad to see. Yeah. The good thing about it, it's just one game and they'll go out there on Friday. Hopefully if, if we don't postpone games again for no reason and they'll give it a good go on Friday. Well, to get to that point, the NHL did postpone games today after much backlash. They originally weren't going to do anything about it. Evander Kane, one of the few African-American players in the league, was upset about it, and um, they were pressured to do it. Just want to get everyone's thoughts on, like, this league decided, you know, this isn't, they thought originally, we are just going to play. Do you think that's the right move with all the other leagues bowing out, or do you think that was a bad move? The, the, the problem with the whole thing is that it's social media driven, and it's really frustrating to me that a, that a vocal group of people on the internet has this much power over uh, giant corporations in the country. Um, they didn't want to do it. They didn't do it on Wednesday. Or, yeah, Wednesday. Yeah, they didn't do it on Wednesday. They didn't cancel games on Wednesday until they get backlash uh, pixels on a screen. And then they're like, oh, yeah, we'll do it just to quiet everybody up. I, I just think it's it's like bending the knee to a group of people that, whether you agree with it or not, it's just it's frustrating that you uh, are committing yourself to, um, you know, uh, what's the word? Um, uh, uh, when you make people happy that you do something, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you know. So it's just it, I don't know why they do it. It's just play the game and be like, yeah, like it sucks. Like we know we got to fix it, but we're hockey players. We're like we're playing hockey. <laughs> yeah. Um. Cam, like, what do you think about the NHL uh, not choosing to do this originally? Um. Uh, no comment. All right. Thanks. Um, oh, oh, go ahead, Tucker. Sorry. Yeah, I I mean, it's a business decision. Like, yeah, exactly. at the end of the day, the NHL is a business. Not sitting out would have been bad for business. They would have gotten a ba- bunch of bad press about it, and you don't want that. And so, if you're, like, they're not losing much money from just delaying a game. So I would say it's probably the right call given the decision. See, here's the thing, though, with losing money. You don't actually, we don't actually see loss of money when you don't, like, quote unquote, bend the knee to this type of type of thing. We actually see you losing money when you do bend the knee to this type of thing. When you look at the numbers of these of, of large corporations. So I think you're you're playing with fire when you're doing it. Either way, if but it kind of looks worse in the NHL's case because they're like, yeah, we're going to do it, not do it, and then we're going to backtrack. So now it even looks even worse for both sides. Both sides would be like, why are you doing this? Or why didn't you do it in the first place? And then why didn't you? Why are you doing it now? So both sides are like just kind of upset. Totally to not uh, just do this for for the sake of no reason, like for no reason, basically, just be like, oh yeah, we'll cancel it. And then, okay, now um, MLB did the same thing. Uh, Postponed games. Cam, you got something? Yeah, I just wanted to say I didn't have any comment on on all that, um, but I did want to say so now that I live in Florida, I'm a Panthers fan, I guess. But the Lightning are nearby. Big Lightning guy. Always have been. Always will be. Um, 
Lightning fan by heart. And um, also Avalanche. Rooting for the Avalanche. I think Lightning Avalanche final, Stanley Cup final. It's going to be crazy. That's all. Bailing on the Rangers. Huh? You're just bailing on the Rangers. They're not in the playoffs. Yeah, but you, so you're a Lightning fan for the next two months, not forever. Uh, yeah. No, yes, yes, correct. I have to root for somebody in order to watch it, right? That's that's fine. All right. Um, MLB did the same thing. Uh, any other MLB news anybody can think of? It seemed like a quiet week for the MLB. Sox are bad. What? Guy in the White Sox pitched a no-hitter two days ago. Oh, yeah, no-hitter. Yeah. So, so with the with – the, uh, the game's getting postponed because of COVID and everything. They're playing seven in the game, right? Yeah. I just wanted to po- uh, the idea, like, what if a guy comes out and throws a seven-inning no-hitter? Is that, like, what do we think of that? Is that a no-hitter? He's got to throw two innings in the first half of the next half of the doubleheader to qualify as a no-hitter. <laughs> you can't count it. He's got to come out in the next, du- in the, like, night game of the doubleheader. Pitch the first two innings, and if he still has no hits, then it's considered no hitter. Uh, any thoughts to <laughs> count the seven-inning seven no hitter as a no hitter? Well, you can't not count it. You just have to look back on it and be like, that doesn't really count. But there you go. Here's your sticker. Like everything in this in this league this year, Cam in all sports, yeah. For it against it. Um, at, at first I was like, absolutely not. That's not a no hitter. Why? First off, why didn't the coach keep him in? I always keep him in. Were they up like zero? Was it zero zero? No, no, no. There's seven inning games now. He threw a nine. Headers are now seven innings. If they postpone a game and replay it, it's seven seven uh, innings. Oh, yeah. First two innings of the next game. If he throws it, it's a no no. And they have. There to- we go. Oh. <laughs> yeah. One hundred percent. They have to start it. Uh, okay, I I don't I don't hate that. I don't think they would they would do that, but yeah, I don't hate that. Um, they don't get the no no. Uh, all right, uh, quickly NFL. I mean, we're getting closer. Padded practices are starting. Uh, hard knock sucks. Don't bother watching it. Like I've said, I really can't think of anything big that happened in the NFL. They're talking about maybe protesting some games now, though the the players. So, uh, but I did hear Devin. There was today. A bunch of teams sat out practices to do demonstrations. The Patriots did not. Devin McCourty, who was always very vocal on social issues, came out and said just basically what I've been saying the whole time. I don't see the point. Um, why? What does this accomplish? And how does this like help us at all if we're just miss- missing an extra day of preparation? Um, but any anybody else got any NFL thoughts at all? Bill's excited. Like. This excites Bill that he's like, I have one more day of practice than anyone else in the league. He's like seeing this as like a benefit to him somehow. Yeah, I, I, I read a book. does not care about political stuff at all. He's just all about football. Everything is like Emperor Bill, you think he gives a shit about anything? No. Either side does if not. It's not. No, it doesn't matter what side you're on. If it's not football, then it's not in Bill Belichick's realm. Yeah, when I, I read a book when I was in like sixth grade i was 10 years old it was like a dustin pedroia uh biography thing and and he was quoted as saying whenever you know everybody else is off doing something else you take that opportunity to train double as hard and get that much more prepared than everybody else so bill belichick huge winner 
in the sports world for probably taking advantage of, of the time that other players and teams are not uh, using to their advantage. All right. Um, pretty pretty brief episode. I mean, it was a weird week, and it's not been a like, very newsworthy week. No, I just want to mark you. Not a winner yet. Oh, wait, wait. I want to talk about the Lucas shot. Okay, never mind. Hello? You got Luka it. Dunk? Dunkage? What, what, I mean, what do you want? He made the shot. and they're losing. I mean, he also had, like, he got called a bitch-ass white boy one game. The next game, he drops 41, 17, and 13. That's the NBA. And it's a game-winning three from 30 feet out. Like, that's newsworthy, if I've ever heard it newsworthy. And then they decided not to play the next game. Uh, who was it that said that? Like, Jamal Crawford? Montrez Harrell. Montrez Harrell. I mean, you explained everything that happened. What do you want to talk about? Like, sorry, I just thought it's a cool story. Lucas. Like, gets heckled by the other team and then drops as a 21-year-old. This dude's dropping 41, 17, and 13 Lucas. against a great defensive team. Lucas. That's incredible. So, Tuck, so Tuck, this is this is great because, like you said, he was just getting heckled. He used that as fuel to just beat the crap out of whatever team he was facing. That's what we need, people to take things personally in their sports worlds and channel that into playing great sports, not not playing the sport because they don't want it. That's my uh, take. To get political, imagine if that was reversed. Well, that's oh, what I, no, that's, I'm well, that. that's what I was getting at. Why, <laughs> like, just take it as like, a, all right, screw you. Now I'm going to go out there and beat the living piss out of you on the court. Like why don't why don't we think like that anymore? Instead, for whatever reason, we don't. I had a um, another thing, Dylan. Your Rays are looking good. Your Rays take. Oh yeah, yes sir. Tampa Bay Rays. Oh, you should know more. You're you're living in Florida. They, you said they looked good in the first half of the season, and so far I think they're third in the MLB right now, and they got like second the, AL. They got like the best batting average too. They're feeling it. Yeah, they're looking good, man. You know, I saw when the Yankees aren't playing the Red Sox, they're below 500 this year. (laughs) Any comment on that? I mean, you're a Red Sox fan, so not really. (laughs) I mean, we're bad, but (laughs) we're we're awful. Like, I've given up on this season. All right, well. We're tanking for – are there any real good prospects this year that I can say we're tanking for? No, you can't really tank for MLB. Boy's name, Kumar Rocker. He's a starting pitcher from Vanderbilt. Can you imagine a guy named Kumar, baby? Tank for Kumar. 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 Kumar's on the bump tonight. We got this. I I want Kumar Rocker on my team. So Kumar Rocker so bad too, and he wasn't good. Between him, it's between us and the Pirates to get him. Kumar, the boss. We're getting Kumar. All right. Let's move on to movie. No. Let's wrap it up with movie. Um, the producers. I know Cam watched it. Tucker, did you watch it? I did watch it. And Dylan, did you watch it? Everybody watched it. Wow, look at that. Um, producer, love this movie. Uh, Dylan, give me your thoughts. I'll go last. My movie, I'll go last. Uh, I like Will Ferrell. He's funny. But the movie was hard to get through. 
I mean, there were some there were some okay parts, but all in all, I I I like the idea of a play inside of play, and you know, Nazi stuff is funny, I guess. But I don't know. I I don't think I'd watch it again. <laughs> There's a never. I'd give it a I'd give it a, wow. a five eight. All right, Tucker. I enjoyed it. I I like I genuinely like this movie. I like musicals. I think this movie was genuinely funny. I mean, it's a it's a little corny at times. I don't know, but I I I have a good time watching it. I have zero complaints. Um, what? Um, probably like a six eight. All right, Cam, you did not like the movie. So yeah, um, we'll go back to the um, reason that we didn't record last night. So, I was a little tired. Hold on one second. Go ahead. Do what you got to do. I was a little tired, and then I started watching this movie, and I almost got through it, and then I fell asleep, because it was horrendous. It was probably one of the the worst movies I've ever watched. Trey, you just keep disappointing me. With every movie that you recommend, um, JFK. And this was worse with JFK. JFK, I could not get through. It was an hour and forty minutes, and I still couldn't get through it. That's a problem. So it was absolutely terrible. I love musicals. As far as Nazi musicals go, this was by far the worst one. Shout out Cabaret. That's easily the best Nazi musical there is. Um, it was terrible. I, I didn't like us. I, I laughed twice. I, I was texting you guys as I laughed, as I usually do. You recommend the worst movies. The the one with the long-haired dude that made no sense at all. Dumb, stupid. I don't know if you're trying to torture us, but I don't like it. Um, so, Damn. anyway, my score is going to be... Uh, one point seven. Okay. Here's, here's my beef with you, Cam. You have just the, the the lowest brow sense of humor at all. You don't want to think when you're watching a comedy. You like fart noises. You like fart noises, getting hit in the nuts, and like boogers. Case in point, Ben is your favorite movie. I mean that's that's that that's what Ben Warmers is. Guys getting fart in the face, hitting the balls. And and stuff like that. I mean that that you, you can say you don't like my movies. I don't care because I know that you have just a very lowbrow sense of humor, and that's okay. That's your sense of humor. I I love you, and that's a part of who you are. You just you think dumb things are funny. This is a funny movie. Listen, it's not everyone's cup of tea. It's a musical. I people don't love musicals sometimes. Fine, like it's 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 funny to me. I thought it was. I think it's a great. It's a very well casted movie. Yeah, the plot's dumb, but it's a comedy. Like obviously. The plot's stupid. Um, Nathan Lane is one of my favorite, like, theatrical acts out there. I think he does a great job in his role. Um, he was really good. Some of my favorite parts, the Keep It Gay song, is funny to me. Very funny. Yeah, that's uh, the one part I chuckled at. You're welcome. The, uh, Will Ferrell's Nazi char- character is hysterical to me. Um, I, I, I don't know how you guys, like... I hate this movie so, so much. So the, re- the reason why I don't like this movie is because 
when I was like a sophomore in college, my school put this play on, and I had to go sit and listen, and it stunk. This play. Well, you can't lump those together. That's and it, not it, it, it was. I'm the only one. Yeah, I had to watch Cam and Cabaret, but I don't hold it against Cabaret. Uh, I was fantastic. <laughs> I, I'm just saying it. It, it, sta- it stained my experience. In their last two years of high school, Tucker, you weren't. Dylan, you were in one. Trey, you weren't. I know musicals. <laughs> I know more I know about musicals than you ever will, Cameron. I guarantee it. I've seen more musicals than you by far. I'm gonna say triple the amount. Is Connor home? Can we get his take? No, he's in he's in New Hampshire. Connor likes this musical. He likes this musical. He's told me that. I'm Dylan. I wish I should have went to Catherine because I always said there's one musical I do and it'd be this one because I could kill it. I could crush this role because I know this movie so well. But um, it probably would have been school, better. I mean, it's it's probably my favorite musical of all time. Definitely not close to my top ten movies of all time. Obviously, um, I'll give it a I'll give it. One, I like this movie. It's 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 funny to me. I don't need you guys to like it because it's funny to me. What was but, the score? Uh, Cam, since you're such a big meter, you're weak. Dude, pick a great movie. Um, so did I? Did I make this? I, I had a movie. I'm not sure if I said it already before, and I'm just not watched it. Ferris Bueller's Day Off. You have not said that. That's the movie. Ferris Bueller's Day Off. I'll stay on the Mar- uh, Matthew Broderick scene, and and um, it's a movie I've never seen before, and I uh, what? I've just heard a lot about it, so it's something I want to watch. Have you not seen this movie either? This kid is sitting here shitting on my taste in movies, and he's never seen Ferris Bueller. That's crazy. You know, you know that my when when I come up. I say very rare movies that everyone's seen that I haven't. That, that's my thing. It's, and that's just one the, of them. You, okay. pick, you pick such good movies is because you haven't any good movies. So you pick these movies that you haven't seen that are all good movies. That's how it goes. All right. All right. Well, that's, that's episode 35. Hopefully we'll be back on schedule next week and we'll be able to... Uh, sports to talk about. Um, thanks for getting wasted with us. Uh, check us out on our socials, and we'll see you next week. See ya. See ya. Bye.